RTHK, the news at 11 with Tom Warden. Tonight's headlines. Premier Lee Chung admits it won't be easy to meet this year's 5% economic growth target. President Xi Jinping promises to fully, faithfully and firmly implement one country, two systems for Hong Kong and Macau. And Hong Kong's sole delegate to the National People's Congress Standing Committee says Mr. Xi's speech offered a shot in the arm to the SAR's future development. Premier Lee Jung has admitted it won't be easy to meet this year's 5% growth target, given the high base of the Chinese economy and the unstable world economic situation. But he's confident about its longer-term outlook. He said China enjoys numerous advantages, including a supersized market and a well-functioning industrial system. The new premier said the authorities will work to ensure stable growth and employment, as well as pursuing high-quality development. As the economic performance uh, in the first two months of this year demonstrates, the Chinese economy is stabilizing and picking up again, and some international organizations have also revised upward their projections for China's economic growth this year. To sum up, I believe the Chinese economy will break winds and waves and sail toward a brighter future. I have full confidence in that. Premier Lee also said China and the U.S. can cooperate, adding that encirclement is in no one's interest. He said the trade volume between the two countries reached a record high of $760 billion U.S. billion last year, which shows that they should work together. China and the United States are closely intertwined economically. We have both benefited from the other side's development. All this demonstrates that China and the United States can and must cooperate. And there are a lot that the two countries can achieve by working together. Encirclement and suppression is in no one's interest. Meanwhile, President Xi Jinping has promised to fully, faithfully and firmly implement one country, two systems for Hong Kong and Macau, and for their people to govern the two SARs with a high degree of autonomy. He was speaking after the closing ceremony of the National People's Congress annual plenary session in Beijing. A strong country building cannot be realized without a long-term prosperity and stability in Hong Kong and Macau. We should fully, faithfully and firmly implement one country, two systems, the people of Hong Kong governing Hong Kong and the people of Macau governing Macau, both with high degree of autonomy. It is imperative to act in strict compliance with China's constitution and the basic laws of the two regions, and we will support Hong Kong and Macau in developing their economies, improving social well-being, and integrating their own development into overall development of the country. President Xi also said China must achieve greater self-reliance in science and technology as it strives for high-quality development. He also outlined the central task for the Communist Party and the people to build a modern socialist country and to advance the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation. Meanwhile, Hong Kong's sole delegate to the National People's Congress Standing Committee, Starry Lee, says she felt motivated by President Xi's keynote speech. Speaking at a virtual media briefing, Ms. Lee said she hoped to leverage Hong Kong's role as an international financial centre. We as an NPC and I as a standing committee member of NPC can also work with the Hong Kong government and also different sectors of the community to liaise with the central government so that more policy initiative can be launched by the central government for the betterment of both our high quality development and also the Hong Kong development. Uh, we believe that our role as a financial centre can also help 
our country further, to open up and to develop further overseas. Macau police have arrested a Hong Kong man in connection with the death of a 46-year-old woman. The woman was found yesterday morning in a room in a guest house. She had suffered multiple head injuries. Officers, officers took the man back to the guest house and two other locations this afternoon for further investigation. And the weather forecast, cloudy periods overnight, and it'll be slightly cooler tomorrow morning with a minimum temperature of about 18 degrees and a high of about 24 degrees. Mainly fine and dry tomorrow with moderate easterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore at first. The outlook, temperatures will start to rise in the next few days and it will be quite warm in the daytime. Currently, at the observatory, it's 19 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is 77%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Malaysian actress Michelle Yeoh has made history at the Oscars. She's become the first Asian woman to be named Best Actress for her role in the offbeat sci-fi film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which dominated this year's Academy Awards. Wendy Wong has more. Michelle Yeoh's family and friends roared with joy as they gathered in Kuala Lumpur to witness the historic moment at a live screening of the ceremony. The Best Actress Award the 60-year-old won was one of seven Oscars for Everything Everywhere All at Once. In her acceptance speech, Ms. Yeo dedicated her award to her mother, Janet, and said all the moms in the world were the real superheroes. For her part, her mother praised Michelle as intelligent and hardworking. I proud of my daughter. She is a very hardworking girl. The actress's niece, Vicky, also relished the historic moment. It was such a jaw-dropping moment. I, I was speechless. I cried. It happened so quickly and we, were, we are so happy that she won, that my, our auntie won. Everything Everywhere All at Once, a story about a Chinese immigrant family blending science fiction and alternate realities, also won the Best Picture, Best Director and Best Supporting Actor and Actress awards for Ki Hui Kwan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Brandon Fraser took home the Best Actor Oscar for his performance in The Whale. And the German-language anti-war movie All Quiet on the Western Front, which is about the First World War, took home four awards, including Best International Film. Jason Coe, an assistant professor at the Baptist University's Film Academy, says the world has waited a long time for an Asian to win the Best Actress Award at the Oscars. He described Michelle Yeoh as an exceptional actress with a great range. He said her win shows the Academy's willingness to recognize her talent. There has been very little willingness to acknowledge that there are great actresses in Asia too. And so I, I think that it really is significant because it demonstrates that, you know, not just that an Asian woman can do it and that she's capable, but also that the Academy is willing to recognize that what we've all already known for a long time, that there's really great acting and performances that from Asian women actresses. The Chinese university says it's found that a type of low-concentration eye drops can prevent children from developing short-sightedness, unlike other methods which can only slow down worsening eyesight. Over the past six years, it studied about 470 children aged from 4 to 9. It found the incidence of short-sightedness fell about 50% after children used the eye drops for two years. Dr. Jason Yam says short-sightedness should be prevented before it occurs. 
because mouthpiece is causing the eyeball longer and longer. With the eyeball longer, there is a significant high risk of having eyesight threatening disease, and this can cause future blindness. So preventing myopia is extremely important. Another point is when we have myopia occur, it will progress and it very fast, and it is not reversible. Hong Kongers will get $3,000 spending vouchers from the 16th of next month, followed by an additional $2,000 from mid-July. While the spending vouchers are likely to boost the catering industry, a representative says the effect of this round of vouchers won't be as significant as earlier ones, and the sector may only get around 20% of the vouchers, down from 25 to 30% previously. Simon Wong is the president of the Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants and Related Trades. More than 500,000 Hong Kong citizens travelled abroad in February this year. Previously, the vast majority of the 7 million people in Hong Kong stayed and consumed locally. This has already had a direct impact. From an economic perspective, we can see that the economy has not yet fully recovered and many people are relatively cautious in their spending. Mr Wong also said if the government gave out the $5,000 in consumption vouchers all at once, people would be more willing to spend some cash. Political leaders from the US, Australia and Britain are getting ready to agree on a major defence deal, including a plan for Australia to be supplied with nuclear-powered submarines. All three are holding talks today in San Diego. The BBC's Will Grant is in the Southern Californian port city. All three sides want to mark this as a very, very significant gathering, a very important um, trilateral moment when you see that the, the idea of what's going to be happening, that is supplying nuclear-powered submarines to Australia, is truly unique in, in the regard that um, it's the creation of AUKUS, the, 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 the grouping that you've mentioned, um, and the idea that it's, it's going to be a, a support between the US, the UK and Australia um, for what they consider uh, the, the threat coming from China's expansionism, China's uh, movements in the South China Seas and in, in the Indo-Pacific region. So I think all three leaders want things to go very smoothly, to be very carefully stage managed here in San Diego, but really a message to go out well, well beyond their own audiences, if you like. South Korea and the United States have begun major joint military exercises. Washington and Seoul have intensified military cooperation in response to what they say is a growing threat from North Korea. Yesterday, Pyongyang fired what it called two strategic cruise missiles from a submarine off its eastern coast. The BBC's Jean McKenzie reports from Seoul. For the next 11 days, the U.S. and South Korean militaries are rehearsing how to defeat a North Korean attack. The drills are defensive, they say, and are designed to deal with the growing threat posed by the nuclear-armed North. But Pyongyang is also keen to show that it's ready to defend itself in a variety of ways should a war break out. With both sides determined to showcase their military might, this will be a tense fortnight on the Korean Peninsula. A Japanese man who was on death row for nearly half a century has been granted a retrial. Iwao Hakamada, who's 87, was sentenced to death for killing his boss and the man's wife and two children in 1966. He confessed after three weeks of interrogation, during which he said he was beaten. The BBC's Shaima Khalil reports from Tokyo. Iwao Hakamada is believed to be the world's longest-serving death row inmate. 
His family says that his mental health has deteriorated after the decades he spent in jail. Japan's justice system relies largely on confessions from suspects. Rights groups have cited long hours of interrogation, lack of access to lawyers and physical mistreatment as reasons why suspects end up confessing to crimes they did not commit. Japan is the only major democracy other than the U.S. that still uses capital punishment. HSBC has paid one pound to buy the U.K. subsidiary of Silicon Valley Bank, which U.S. regulators shut down on Friday after the U.S. lender suffered a run on deposits. HSBC Chief Executive Noel Quinn said it made excellent strategic sense for its U.K. business. In announcing the deal, Britain's Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt said some of the country's most important and promising tech companies have their money with the bank's U.K. subsidiary. A sale has been agreed to HSBC, which is Europe's biggest bank, one of the most creditworthy institutions in the world. And what that means is that all those really important companies that had deposits with Silicon Valley Bank UK can access their deposits, uh, can access normal banking services. It's a very important outcome. No taxpayer's money has been used, and I think it's a result of a lot of hard work. U.S. President Joe Biden has reassured Americans that the nation's financial systems are safe following the swift and stunning collapse of two banks. In an address from the White House, he said his administration had acted to ensure customers of Silicon Valley Bank would be able to get all of their money. Yesterday, Signature Bank of New York was also closed. Mr. Biden said there would be consequences for their failure. The management of these banks will be fired. Investors in the banks will not be protected. They knowingly took a risk, and when the risk didn't pay off, investors lose their money. There are important questions of how these banks got into the circumstance in the first place. We must get the full accounting of what happened, and those responsible can be held accountable. Several Hong Kong-listed companies have issued announcements about their exposure to SVB, with most saying they only have small deposits with the U.S. Bank. To sports, and in cricket, Kane Williamson has been hailed as world-class after New Zealand's record test run scorer orchestrated a dramatic last ball win over Sri Lanka in Christchurch as the hosts chased down their target of 285. The win scuppered Sri Lanka's chances of making the World Test Championship final, handing the spot to India. And India have clinched the series against Australia 2-1 after the fourth and final test ended in a draw after the tourists reached 175 for two on day five in Ahmedabad. In the NBA, the Denver Nuggets dropped a close game to the Brooklyn Nets despite a monster triple-double from Nikola Jokic. The Joker grabbed 20 rebounds to go with his 35 points in a 122-120 defeat. The Nuggets hold a five-game lead in the Western Conference despite having lost three in a row. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Premier Lee Chung admits it won't be easy to meet this year's 5% economic growth target. President Xi Jinping promises to fully, faithfully and firmly implement one country, two systems for Hong Kong and Macau. The news from RTHK. And on Newsroom, that is Tom Morgan. will have headlines at midnight. Late night, music. Twilight time between now and midnight. Digging out some nostalgia for you.
Nostalgia, Andy Williams, 1971, and where do I begin? Love story. Say you and your 
Jesus will wait for me.